Hey, this is Matt Franco. And this is Eric Dittleman, and this is Mind Over Magic. Yeah! There's a show coming to Netflix tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening to it. August 28th. I'm really excited about it. I don't know if you are. I don't I know what show you're out. talking about. I've been doing my own shows uh, just <laughs> nonstop for the past two weeks. So oh, we'll talk brag about a little that. more, why don't you? That's not bragging. It's uh, a lot to talk about. <laughs> when you're saying it to a guy who can't do shows. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. It could yeah. be perceived. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can be doing shows. <laughs> sort of. I mean, if you wanted to jump into the virtual world or if you just wanted to do your own private shows for you and Tiana and the, and the animals. You Maybe could, in my yard for could, the neighbors. You, you could technically be doing shows. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair stopping enough. you. <laughs> hey, man, it's good to catch up. It's been, it's been a couple of weeks because we, we rocked a bank episode last week because you were doing a show. Yeah, well, it's funny. I ended up not doing that show, and we could have recorded, but actually I needed the break to catch up and breathe a little bit. So I'm glad we had a bank episode anyway because, uh, mm-hmm. boy, has this been a couple two weeks of just nonstopness. That's well, a word. Well, tell me what's new. I'll tell you, like, <laughs> I don't even know when someone asked me what's new and it's yeah. been two weeks. Like, I had to look at my calendar to see what I did. And it's... then I realized there really wasn't much on there because we're in a pandemic. <laughs> it just so. blurs all together, you know? Yeah, it's just yeah. Like, two weeks, it might as well be three, four, four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. What's going so on? So, what can you tell me? How, how has your life changed since we last spoke? For, for me, I have a clear idea of the, the weeks now because I've had literally a gig every single night, like a virtual gig. We're back into like college season, which was always, it's always busy this time of year, but they've made the adjustment to virtual now. So, uh, I've literally had one, sometimes two shows a night. Uh, just constantly going, which is great. And I'm not complaining at all. I like being busy. The thing that was interesting is I, I customize my shows to my clients. So I have a couple pieces where I require, you know, uh, graphics to be made. And when the pandemic first started, I had that idea. I was like, this is a great way to build community. And I still feel that's very important to these shows. What I didn't really consider, though, is how this scales if I book a lot of shows. <laughs> so now... Right. My whole day is just making graphics, and every once in a while, I get to do a, a virtual mind reading show. <laughs> Can't you get someone on like Fiverr to do it? Is that a thing? Yeah, I think there's ways, but I mean, I think it's so specific to the way I want it done, and I want it done right. I'm very Type A in that way, uh, and also the turnaround, the time frame. Like sometimes I'll get uh, the the things I need from the client, uh, like the actual pictures I use that I'm manipulating or whatever, uh, like the night before. So you know, I have to I have to really get that turnaround over so it's ready to go for the show. So I've just like I feel like I'm a graphic designer. Like that's the other job I have full time and then i get to do my mind reading at night so (laughs) that's what i've been doing a lot of clicking at the keyboard more keyboard than you know already being virtually (laughs) you know doing shows and zoom meetings and everything like that now i get to spend all my downtime at the computer as well (laughs) so what's the deal with the uh tech glitches going on with the zoom shows any any issues <laughs> well i'll tell you the, the we'll start from the story so i had a, i mentioned a couple of in-person shows too i was going to be doing uh-huh. um and i was supposed to drive like six hours uh i get a phone call before i leave for that gig that the weather was going to be bad because this was going to be an outdoor show mm. and they're like we're going to move you indoors uh to the auditorium and then just stream that for everyone and I was like, oh, no, with nobody. And I was like, I think there might have been like a small limited c- capacity audience. If that. Oh, I, ho- I, yeah. I would hope. But I was like, well, if it's going to be a small, like only a few people can watch it and we're just streaming it to a larger audience anyway. Mm. Instead of me driving six hours up and six hours back. Yeah. You're going to get a better virtual experience if I could just do it from my studio that's already set up for a virtual yeah. show to stream. And oh, luckily yeah. they were on board for that. And that saved me 12 hours of driving. <laughs> so, that was a really good idea. Yeah. So I was thrilled about that. And that was a really fun show. Uh, so that was great. Uh, I had my other in-person show I was supposed to do with our mutual friend, Marcus Monroe, Juggler. That got postponed. So that didn't end up happening. Uh, do I know Marcus? 
Do you you should know Marcus? He's fantastic. I don't think I've met Marcus. Oh, he's great. He's uh one, definitely one of my favorite jugglers of all time. So he's yeah. so funny. Okay. He he's uh he's one of those guys that can just uh you know in the variety world can just drop the variety talent too and just do this comedy because I know he does wow. like stuff at the cellar and uh, yeah he's fantastic. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I look forward to meeting him someday. Yeah. If we, uh, I thought you'd you know, get to meet already. people in person again. Yeah, <laughs> in person one of these days. That's the. <laughs> goal um so so that's happening so it just feels like everything right now is kind of rocky like i have all these gigs but like nothing is for sure like nothing is you know guaranteed because everything can change at a moment's notice you know schools uh, a lot of my clients obviously are colleges they're tr- still figuring it out as their you know students are coming to campus and some are virtual and every every client i've talked to has had a different situation too so that's fascinating to deal with uh, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you mentioned tech issues. So uh, two two little stories come to mind. Uh, one uh, was a was a pretty big uh, school, and uh, moments, literally moments before I'm about to hit go live, my entire computer system crashes. Aye. <laughs> and it's one of those things too. It's like you know, I have it all set up to go. Everything's great. It's working fine. And then whatever reason, it's just like. Why is this feeling laggy all of a sudden? Like mm-hmm. nothing's really responsive on my computer. And then just boom, everything shut off. And I was like, I'm so glad that didn't happen in the middle of a show. So I was able to contact them and be like, give me like five to 10 more minutes. We'll start a little late. Uh, you know, that'll I'll allow your students to figure out how to log in and see the show right, still right. as I'm frantically rebooting everything and setting everything up that I, you know, usually spend an hour beforehand testing everything to make sure it's all good to go. But uh, luckily once we rebooted, everything's good. And I've looked into it. That that's just been the most exhausting part, I think of this virtual show experience for me, which is, you know, even though my settings are all set and they're all the same and I leave it still with technology, some little bug will creep in and I don't know why. So it's problem solving every single time before a show just to make sure it's up and ready, ready to go. Yeah. And you've got quality gear and you know enough about tech to know that you got the right amount of Ram and this and that. And yeah. it still happens. Yeah. I mean, it happens for everything. And uh, it happens in Vegas productions yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the system just crashes and you have to stop mm-hmm. down and reboot. Now, has that ever happened in your actual show? Like when Absolutely. you were back, back yeah. in the live days when you had a live show? Yeah, yeah. We That is what prompted us to have a backup uh, media server mm. because if it crashes, they run concurrently. So the other one picks right up where you left off. Oh, okay. So it's like kind of running two shows simultaneously. So you can exactly. just kind of switch back and forth. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Yeah, so that's what you should do. So just get another whole computer, <laughs> microphone, <laughs> iPad, mixer, lights. <laughs> All your effects have backups. Why not? Why not have your tech have backups? <laughs> yeah, maybe once I book a lot more virtual shows, I'll be able to afford. <laughs> hey, it sounds like you're on your way. System. So <laughs> uh, There was another interesting situation that came up as well that I found fascinating that uh, I really didn't think about it. And it, and it kind of came up right as I was starting the show. I did a school and it, I thought it was a great idea where they were like, we want, we were so excited for your show. We got those giant like blow up um, screens and they decided to put me up on the quad. And oh, they nice. decided to bring a lot of people to like watch the show rather than separately in their dorm rooms, but keep them social distance watching the screen. I was like, this is great. That sounds fantastic. However, <laughs> what happens is... Uh, the way I run my show is a video call-in show. So you mm-hmm. have to call into the show to talk to me, and I bring your screen, your video screen up on the stream so that everyone can see it, that they're watching on the, the YouTube link. Uh, nice. But the way that normally works is people are separate from each other, and I have them mute the live stream so that you don't get weird feedback issues. Because if you're on the, the video call and you can hear... The, the live stream in the background, you'll, you know, it's very hard to hear. It's similar to a radio show, right? When you're listening to the radio, they always say, turn your radio down when you actually call in uh, right, to avoid right. those feedback issues. 
guess what you can't turn off if it's a giant screen that everyone is watching on the quad, you know? So literally every caller for that show had the giant screen on the quad and I could hear myself and some people were still watching the live stream, which has a little bit of a delay. So they'd answer and then 20 seconds later, we'd hear the same answer again. And it was just oh my God. chaos. It was chaos. So the way that we ended up uh, managing through that show is, uh, bless them, some students, when they called in from the quad, decided to run away from the quad to some oh quiet area <laughs> on their phone wow. or whatever. And we had like four to five to six people doing that throughout the show. And I was like, guys, thank you so much for calling in. We can finally talk to you. I'm just going to keep reusing you folks over and over again just so and that we can complete it. You found that out in real time. During in real the show. time during the show. <laughs> and how were they projecting the sound on the quad? They just had like a PA system? Yeah, it was just like, you know, any drive-in movie kind of thing where it's like... Well, oh, drive-in but- movie, I think you use your own radio in your car. Yeah, there must have been some sort of speaker system. Oh, right. Or, well, yeah, you weren't yeah. there, yeah, so you don't really know. Okay. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't. But I mean, everyone was really understanding, and it was just one of those things that was like awkward at the beginning. But once we kind of figured it out, it's like, again, great idea in theory. I love the yeah, idea in yeah. theory. Uh, and I think even one of the other uh, clients I used did project me on campus as well, except they had just certain people watching and those people watching didn't call into the show and other people were watching separately from their own, you know, homes that were calling in. And those were the primary participants. But Mm -hmm. because the show just had all the callers in watching that large screen, (laughs) that that's what caused the issue. So uh, now we know, now we know for the future that like, Hey, I love the idea of projecting, but if that's going to be the case, have some other people not watching that can right, uh, call right. in. Right, let them well. know they can watch from other places. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crazy, man. So, yeah, that's just been it for me. And I had a couple other deadlines at the same time. So I was like, it was weird being home and feeling swamped. Like, normally during this time of year, I'm traveling all over the place and feel exhausted. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm feeling just exhausted from my own home. <laughs> But uh, I like it. I like it. And there's more shows to come, too. And it's just every time you do it, you get better and better. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm at right now with me. What have you been up to these past couple of weeks? I uh, well, before I even get to that, I would tell you what I saw this morning. Oh. I saw the return of the big table. Dun, dun, dun. The return of the big table. Your big table from AGT. My big table <laughs> was recycled on America's Got Talent. <laughs> How great is that? This was uh, for uh, Doran Boss's performance. Yes. Yeah. Did you see that? I did catch it. Yeah. Oh, so you knew. I thought it was so funny, that opening <laughs> shot. And there he is. And there's the big table. I was like, oh, my God, it's back. Well, it's funny because he didn't even bring people up. He was still socially distanced from the judges at their table. So he, right. he just needed the space. Because yeah, he had every single playing card laid out on a giant table. <laughs> I didn't see the performance, but I saw the big table. And and John's great. He's a football player turned uh, yeah. magician, and he's got great positive energy. And I think he's great for magic. And uh, and I love I love that he used mm-hmm. the big table. Although he, like I said, ex football player, is a lot bigger than me. It probably looked a lot more normal with him standing <laughs> at it. <laughs> yeah, normal sized table for yeah. him. That's fantastic. Well, it's um, funny because that's not the only thing that's been recycled on AGT. What else? What else got recycled recently? Or no, no. But I just know throughout the history. Uh, what, so people might not know this, but it's a, it's the reality of when you do television, right? You sometimes have to choose any sounds very carefully. So I remember going through their digital library of like royalty-free music that I was able to pluck for certain acts, and I chose all these specific ones that like fit my style and my you know very game showy like uh, you know when I was performing. And uh, I believe not not only other contestants, but I believe you used one of those tracks as well. Uh, yeah, Foreverland <laughs> is the yeah, name I of the track. I, I still so. well. Not still because the pandemic, but I still use that song in my show in Vegas. Yeah. And I think you still use I it too, use, right? I use it too. <laughs> it's a great track. And here's the thing. So when I did the show a couple of weeks ago, they said, hey, do you want some background music? Of course I say yes, because I, I like yeah. going through the library. It's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. And uh, I came across, this is a classic track. It's called Pleasure Cooker. Not pressure cooker, pleasure cooker. And I always wanted to use it, and I never did, so I picked that one. Oh, wow. 
it's funny whenever I catch clips of AGT now and I'm just like, wait a minute. I selected that track. I was the first one to bring up that, <laughs> that track and now it's just like used over and over. But yeah, uh, that one's a Foreverland, I feel like, yeah. is a total classic as well yeah. as Pleasure Cooker. I know yeah. that one's made its rounds, yeah. but I always kind of liked it and I was like, I'm, I'm going to go with that one. So. <laughs> So, I had a uh, anniversary this past weekend, Tiana right. and I, one year already. Yeah, I wished you a happy anniversary. I think I texted you guys. And, uh, Thank so you for that. So that's fantastic. One yep. year. Still, yep. st- we, we still drove happy? We drove to California. Yeah, we drove <laughs> to California for the weekend. You're going to make it to two? Now, mind you, it's kind of a, <laughs> a cheating to push the reset button on the, the one year because, I mean, the, the marriage is kind of a cheat. Uh, to push the reset button on and because we've been together almost 10 years. Right. Now. Yeah. It'll be 10 in January. Yeah. That's like the official like dating anniversary or whatever. Right. Is like yeah. The, the, yeah. Way so, longer one. So. Yeah, exactly. So we, we drove to California. So this is two weeks in a row that we've driven in an electric car, mind you, to mm. California. It goes the whole way. Now we stop off at this place called Eddie's World. Have you ever done the drive Vegas to uh, LA and ba- or back? I have. I remember doing one when I was like exhausted. I believe I okay. was like, for some reason I was flying out of LAX, but I was in Vegas and I just had to like catch this thing, this flight. And I just remember like at one point I didn't even know if I was awake enough to finish the drive and like had to do that thing where you're like, roll the windows down, blast cold air. I think I was mm-hmm. like screaming and shouting just to like wake Just myself, to stay awake. Just to stay awake. It was one of those times of years. But yeah, so I don't remember a whole lot of the drive. I remember there's some random casinos where you don't think casinos are going to be uh, in like <laughs> south of Vegas. And then uh, there's like one gas station or one stop where you, along the way where most people stop and kind of Barstow is the one people. That's actually what I'm going to talk about. Barstow mm-hmm. is the one a lot of people stop off at. And uh, that was the only one where you could like charge your car if you have an electric car for a while. But now there are a few more options. And yeah. right near that one, there's a stop called Yermo. Yermo. If you ever make this drive, I hope I get to do it with you, actually, so okay. I can take you to Eddie's World. All the uh, all the cool hot spots along the way. <laughs> what is Eddie's I'm, World? I'm not joking, man. This is in the middle of the desert, but it's amazing. It's called Eddie's World, and I don't know. There's a giant fake ice cream cup outside of it. You can't miss it. It's like uh, just this huge, larger-than-life, the world's largest <laughs> ice cream cup, but it's not real. And that's how you know you're at Eddie's World. Wait, an ice cream cup? Yeah, like a cup with ice cream in okay. it. It's not a cone. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay. Yeah, you know they clarify. say cup or a cone. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah, it's like a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and this it's is cool. World. And do they sell ice cream there? They do. They sell everything. There's a restaurant. You can get pizza. They do the, the wood fire grill, mm. whatever it's called, where yeah. they put it in there, and it's done in like 60 seconds, and they put whatever you want on it. Right. Um, they have a restaurant. They have ice cream. They got the bathrooms, They go, which is a big deal when you're <laughs> yeah. driving four yeah. or five hours. You need the bathrooms. The uh, coffee shop, uh, they even got options for me like vegan stuff. They'll do Impossible burger, burgers. It's it's like it's great. They have stuffed animals that they sell everywhere. It's like a, a little kid's like uh, dream just comes to life. Candy everywhere. But it's designed as like a rest stop, or is there more? Is it like an entertainment center, or like a combination of the two? It's a combination <laughs> of an entertainment center and a rest stop. It's the world's best truck stop. It That's really great. is. That I've seen. Have you met this Eddie? No, (laughs) but I would like to. Yeah. Well, that seems right up my alley because, you know, when I've been on the road, I always go to my Roadside America app and I just love stopping at these weird, bizarre things that are, you know, just Americana. Like you would never know existed until you saw it uh, it was in the app and it's just like, oh, yeah, I guess that is the Jolly Green Giant statue in Blue Earth, Minnesota. I'll, I'll pull over and take a look at that. And it's like and it's like the people who work there, it's like, I don't even know where they live. Oh, yeah, because, because it, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's really, it's really something. Maybe they live at Eddie's. Like, is there, like, maybe a place for, like, cots in the back? Yeah, maybe. It's big. <laughs> it, it, is, it is actually a really big space. I mean, they got busy. all the food I've, there. I've never seen it so busy. I don't know if people are doing RV trips because they're out of work right now or what, yeah. but oh my God, it was it was crazy busy. We stopped it at four times in the past two weeks because they're in back both ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, did I ever tell you about the, the Uber that I had to take from California to Vegas and vice versa? Wait, what? <laughs> I, maybe we'll get into it on the next episode. Uh, yeah, I had to one time take an emergency Uber from Vegas to LA and then LA to Vegas all in the same day. Were you fronting the bill? <laughs> 
No. Okay, good. Because I was going to say, <laughs> did you get to find out what the bill was? I actually didn't. Uh. People ask me that all the time whenever I tell them about what happened. But it's actually a, a really interesting. It's a, it's a good story, but maybe on the next one. That's funny because that reminds me of uh, before I actually was on Cash Cab, I used to joke with people. I was like, if I ever get on that show, I would just say the destination like somewhere really far away, like cross country, because I'm sure I could rack up a ton of money if he had to drive from like New York to L.A. Right. But I was like, knowing my luck, though, I'd get like a third strike in the middle of Kansas and just. <laughs> kick me out. I have to figure my way back. Hey, what's wrong with Kansas? I don't know. Just in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> in the middle of uh, flatlands. <laughs> um, so we did California. Beaches. I mean, walk by the beaches and stuff. I've yeah. never seen more people. Right. Well, so you decided to go back to California because you got married there, too. Yeah, engaged as well. And engaged. And uh, mm-hmm. was it the same location same beaches same venue yeah in laguna oh yeah yep. amazing yeah that's fantastic yeah you, you ever see those little showers they have at the beach like when you're exiting the beach there's a little like it's like a shower head and you just kind of like use it to it's like spits out cold water and you use it to wash the sand off your feet and stuff yeah of course i mean there's the tall ones and then there's ones just for your feet too that did are you ever use both. those as a kid or anything like that well, uh, this is not going to surprise you, Matt. I, I'm not a big beach person. <laughs> but certainly you've been to the beach. Yeah. Uh, I remember I, I remember seeing them like later, like recalling them later in life. But like when I was little, I don't remember them. I was appalled with people's openness of you. Like I, when I was a kid and I'd use that thing, you basically just wash the sand off and towel yeah. off so you don't get a bunch of sand in your parents' car. Right. That's, that's how I used it. There was a line of people waiting to use it, uh-huh. just like on top of each other, you know, <laughs> shirtless and sweaty and the whole thing. Uh, and I, they're outside. They don't Say have it the slower, masks Matt, on. slower. Why? <laughs> shirtless and sweaty. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I just couldn't believe. I mean, I, I think you'd use it maybe from the knees down, maybe yeah, the elbows down. Yeah, just quickly wash everything off. It was like they were getting every grain of sand out of, and I mean every crevice of their body <laughs> under the bathing suit. And I saw no. families of people where like the kids are helping the parents get under the bathing suit areas no. and like wash the sand is, out from, I, it was, I've never seen anything like it. No, I don't like that at all. And everybody was doing it. Every time I walked by, it was like I was watching people. Actually, it was like their only bath. For like the the month or something. Well, maybe maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe I don't it's think like so. <laughs> I don't think so. I wasn't well, getting that vibe. It just I, I couldn't believe how comfortable people were to be doing it. Yeah, I know. There's like uh, some beaches have those like like individual stall showers and stuff like that, and I feel like that's at least more appropriate. Or like when there's a public pool and you can wash off the chlorine or whatever. But yeah, like this would be like three people, one in the middle, and the other two are helping them get the sand <laughs> out from underneath. Either the top portion or the bottom portion of their bathing suit. And I really mean every crevice. Wow. I mean, I when I've used those in the past, it's been very minimal because, again, not a beach person. It's mostly yeah. just so I could put, like, my sandals back on and, like, have, like, not sand all over. But even time, every time I use it, there's still just sand everywhere. So it's, like, usually not a point to even brushing off. <laughs> I would know. rather... Just vacuum the car afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Then stand in the middle of, uh, you know, wherever you're at, Santa Monica or wherever wherever you're at, <laughs> and, and just be taking a shower around 400 people. Yeah. <laughs> now, they are leaving the bathing suits on, at least. Yeah, I mean, for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. I mean, they're really getting some space between the skin oh, and the wow. suit. They're really doing a full, like, you know, twelve inch stretch. So you're saying there are there is some voyeurism happening. <laughs> Kinda. I Jeez. mean, but I didn't understand it. And the kids are like the ones That's pulling the, the bathing suit. Yeah. Uh, it was really it was bizarre. That is so. bizarre. Yeah, but so, I got through it. Yeah. What else did you do for the anniversary? So you did the the walk on the beach and hung out there. Did you bring the yeah. animals? Uh, we we brought the dogs. The dogs. Yeah, we brought the dogs. The cat stayed stayed back. Yeah, I can't imagine the cat being a beach person maybe i'm a cat <laughs> maybe you are a cat i'm not a huge beach person either to be frank with you yeah but you know it's nice to see the ocean when you live in the desert you know yeah 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 and it was gorgeous i can appreciate for the wedding. it for 
Did you for, go, yeah. Did you go through any of like the uh, the the wedding pics, or did you like save a slice of cake from the year before? We watched the wedding. Traditions? We watched all the wedding video content for the first time. Oh, great! That's yeah. Fantastic. So we had only seen like just the little kind of few minute thing that the the videography company puts together mm-hmm. originally, and but then we watched the raw footage. Nice. You're oh, in there. I am in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're on the dance floor. You're doing it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying to have some fun at some weddings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were enjoying the dance floor just about as much as you enjoyed the beach. Yeah, not often. I'm not. I have to be in the right mood to 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 cut a rug, so to speak. <laughs> I've never seen that mood from you. I have to be. Yeah, honest. it's very rare. <laughs> uh, Matt, what do we say? Uh, we go for a riddle. Seems it seems like a good time for it. All right, let's go. Diddle me this, diddle me that. Will Eric end up stumping Matt? Riddles. Yeah. So this one's a little bit different because uh, this is actually user submitted. We had an email from uh, Rob Balchunas, who I know is a uh, a friend of mine. I don't know if you've met him, like Marcus, uh, based in L.A., and uh, he emailed us. And if you have a submission for riddles or just any other topics as or well. Or trivia, please. Or trivia, you can uh, send us an email at mindovermagicpodcast at gmail.com. But uh, these are short, and I know I've given you short ones in the past, so I'm going to string a bunch together for you. So we have multiple okay. riddles from Rob. So this isn't a long riddle. This is uh, are yes. they connected to each other? Uh, there, there may be a theme, but uh, there it's going to be an obscure way they're connected, and that'll be the final riddle. Okay, which, so there is some be sort a, of which will be a question I will ask you, which you will not know the answer. <laughs> so, so there's a cumulative aspect to this. But why do you say I won't know the answer? You're uh, saying you, I won't get the last one. You'll see. They're all connected in a very specific way. All righty, uh, let's we'll do get it. to it. We'll get to it. So, uh, okay. okay, first, uh, I hope you get these. Uh, I'm hoping they're short. I think I got most of them when he sent them in. I had to I had to fix one answer of mine. But uh, here we go. If you look at the numbers on my face, you won't find 13 any place. What am I? If you look at the number on my face? Yes. You won't see 13 any place? Yes. What am I? Yes. I think that's just assumed at the end of all of them is what am I? All right. If you look at the number on my face, you won't see 13 any place. Yes. Oh. Well, it's not a pool ball because there's a 13. No, there are 12. How many pool balls are there? <laughs> there's 15. Eight ball. 15? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is the 13 a stripe or solid? I believe that is a stripe. It's been a it's been a long time yeah, since eight, I played pool. Eight, eight balls kind of in the middle. That's right. why I uh, won the 15. Okay. One so more time. If you look at the numbers on my face. Oh, numbers. You won't oh. find 13 any place. Yeah, so we're in an elevator. <laughs> I mean, what? it is funny because a lot of elevators don't have a 13th floor because of that superstition. Yeah. But uh, I wouldn't call an elevator a face. Oh, it has to be a face. I mean, that's a big part of the riddle. This might be a long segment. This is just the first of many. <laughs> what, 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 what? What you, face has numbers on it? That, um, that's a great question that you should probably know the answer to. A face that has number. Oh, a clock. <laughs> yes, that is that is the first riddle. It is a clock. That is correct. Uh, numbers on the face, you won't find thirteen. It goes up to twelve. Great. We Ready? should have like a little like ding, ding, ding. Something. Oh yeah. Um, maybe we'll add it in post. Okay. Probably not because I'm already doing a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I can just do it like ding. Yeah, do it with your mouth. Okay. That'll give you the self gratification when you get it right. You get to do your own celebratory noise. Great. <laughs> All right. You ready Great. for the second one? Mm-hmm. All right. This one's a little harder. Tear one off and scratch my head. What once was red is black instead. Tear one off and scratch my head. What once was red or black? Which once was black? Which once was red is black instead. Which once was red? To tear, tear what off? <laughs> I'll read it again. Tear one off and scratch my head. 
What once was red is black instead. Now, to be fair, these do fit a category of not my favorite types of riddles because they're kind of describing things a little bit metaphorically of objects that you should be familiar with. So it's not like the assumption riddles we've been doing or like mm -hmm. any of these like super literal uh, word ones. But uh, but yeah, it's it's just think of what applies to this. If you tear one off and scratch my head, what once was red is black instead. Tear one off. Yeah. Scratch my head. Well, I can't think of like things that come to a head or. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it is actual a literal head. Uh, oh, yeah, like a human head. No. Oh. <laughs> so what else has a head that's red, but then once you scratch it, it becomes black? Not a pimple. No, no, it's not a living thing. <laughs> Well, what do you mean it's not a living thing? It's an object. This is an object. Oh, an object has yeah. a head? Yeah, it's an object with a like a head. There's a head on this object, but not like a human head. It's just called, this part of the object is called the like head. Like the of head of a, a needle or something. That would be, yeah, that's close, but not a needle. I get, or maybe a pin is a better example. I, don't I think know that's what I meant. It's, I don't yeah. think needles have heads. <laughs> Well, for years, pins and needles were <laughs> yeah, yeah, interchangeable yeah. for me. That's true. <laughs> um, what do you tear off? If you have a bunch, you tear off one, you scratch it across something, and then that red head is now black because of some change, possibly chemical or physical change. I'm drawing complete blanks on this. Uh, what do you use uh, if... It, if it's the power's out and uh, you don't have electricity, but you still need to see in your house, a flashlight. Uh, no batteries in your flashlight. Oh, well, I got it. It's a match. It is a match. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It the is head a, match. Of a match. The head oh. of a match. Yeah. So you scratch oh, it across. Very I, good. I might have to tell Rob this is a butt riddle. <laughs> Well, I don't think you can blame Rob, and you'll see why at the end. Um, but um, okay. But the uh, yeah, the uh, these are all kind of rhymy ones. They're all kind of short. Again, think metaphorically as we describe these. So okay, uh, here's the next one. You don't get a ding, by the way, for that one. <laughs> all right. So do you have a do you have a sound for getting it wrong? Like a wah wah. <laughs> Actually, do I have a sad trombone? I might. Can you hear that? No. Okay, great. Perfect. It <laughs> <laughs> <That> didn't work. <laughs> All right, here's the next riddle. So uh, the eight of us go forth, not back, to protect our king from a foe's attack. The queens and the jacks. Ooh, you're on the right path here, for sure. So um, the, the eight of us go forth and back to protect our king from a foe's attack. So oh, uh, has something to do with chess. Yes, correct. So you were thinking playing cards mm -hmm. instead, uh, but another game, chess. So which pieces are the eight of us go forth, not back, to protect our king from a foe's attack? Uh, now, I've never played chess, but I've heard <laughs> I've heard some terminology. I'll just see what words I can pull out here. Bishops? Nope. There's a Those bishop. go diagonally and they Pawn. can go backwards. Pawn is correct. Yay! <laughs> I'll give you a half a dig for that one. <laughs> ding. Okay, that, ding. Was a, that was a short ding. Uh, uh, all right, we're going on. Like I said, wow, this is a long one. Really there's, like, there's a couple riddle. of ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, because I just like how these are all tied together. So, okay. Uh, this is more for my own amusement. Fair enough. <laughs> but I also like to see you struggle. All right, so uh, change your thinking a little bit on this one. That's all I'll say as a hint to start. We're five little items on an everyday sort. You'll find us all in a tennis court. One more time. What was that first part? Yeah. We're, we're five little items of an everyday sort. You'll find us all in a tennis court. We're five. We like a, like a contraction of we are is the yes, first word. Correct. Correct. We are five little items. Of an everyday sort. Of an everyday sort. Mm -hmm. That you'll find in a tennis court. You'll find us all in a tennis court. This one is And I have to come up with five items? Um, yeah, I mean, there are five items, but you, there's a word to describe the five. Oh. You're looking for the, the one word. 
One word. Yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing. On a yeah. tennis court? I mean, is it some sort of like, um, is it like a tennis term, like when you, mm. like game, set, match or something like that? Or no? That's what I thought originally. And my, my answer, as I was trying to process this in my head as a thought process, was I was like five little items of an everyday sort. You'll find us in a tennis court. So I was thinking tennis court. Uh, what has five items? What's every day that you see all the time? So I was like thinking, you know, all the tennis terms like backhand, front hand, like mm-hmm. so five fingers, but it's not mm-hmm. that. It's even more, you got to think even more literally and I'll rephrase it in a different way and I think this will help. So I'll emphasize one part. We're five little items of an everyday sort. You'll find us all in a tennis court. A tennis court. <laughs> hmm. I'll even put quotes in a tennis court as one phrase. Ah, uh, I, I, I. So you'll I, find I got, us. I, you'll find us all in a tennis court. So remember, my favorite types of puzzles are the ones that are uh, either assumptions or like some sort of wordplay or talking about the literal words themselves. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, is this is something to do with the letters and the word yeah. tennis? The, in the phrase, a tennis court, what are five things that you see every day that all appear in the phrase, a tennis court? Spell uh, it out in your mind. <laughs> this a? one's hard. But yeah. A is not a thing. A, a is one of those five things. Keep going. Why? Keep but going. A is not a thing. It, a, the, the letter A is a thing. Oh, so it's just all the letters? Not all the letters, but which specific letters? T E N I. Not T or N. Wait, why? They're in a tennis court. Yeah, but you're looking for five items that all kind of go together. So A is one. Okay. But it wasn't T. What was okay. the next one? E. Yeah, that oh, one. Oh, I, I hate this. This is such a butt riddle. <laughs> Uh, it's the vowels, really? It's the I vowels. mean, come on. Yeah, it's, it's literally the vowels in a tennis court. All five of them appear in that phrase. And they're That's atrocious. All right, so here's one that uh, we'll wrap it up. Okay. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> I think you will get this. I'm, I'm getting so much delight out of your frustration over that one. <laughs> oh, man. I think that's a pretty good riddle. I like that riddle. It's, it uh. makes sense. It's got that inevitable surprise. Yeah, okay. Uh, but uh, all right, here we go. So this one, I, I hope you'll get, again, just think metaphorically about what this is. So I see without seeing, to me, darkness is as clear as daylight. What am I? I see without seeing. To me, darkness is as clear as daylight. Yes. I see without seeing. Yes. That doesn't make sense. That completely is a contradictory <laughs> statement. It's almost like it's a riddle. <laughs> I see without seeing, but no one can see without seeing. Nothing. Certain can see thing. Without. Certain things can. Things exist in our universe. In fact, this I'll give you. This is a living thing that can see without seeing. What? <laughs> I'm also going to give you the overarching way that these all riddles tie together to see if this helps solve this riddle. All Beethoven. Of, all of, no. <laughs> he can hear without hearing, perhaps. But, uh, <laughs> but it does have to do with the kind of the vibrations because that's how Beethoven used to compose right. music once he was deaf is he would touch the piano and kind of feel. But uh, there, there are things that can create vibrations and see without seeing. Um, but I'll give you the overarching theme of how these are all connected, which I just love so much. All of these riddles are from a movie. Oh no. And it's a movie I haven't seen. (laughs) They're in a movie. Uh, it came out in 1995. I'll give you that. Clockwork orange. (laughs) But, uh, uh, if you solve either the movie or that last riddle, those go to hand in hand together. Those will inform each other. So if you go back to thinking about what can see without seeing, but uses vibrations to possibly see, is there any living thing that comes to mind? Rain Man. (laughs) Um, Have you heard of the term echolocation before? No. (laughs) So there's certain animals that eject uh, or emit a sound. They make either clicking noises or some sort of screeching thing. It bounces off of 
like dolphins use it, for example, they bounce right. off in the in the water and then they can hear and gauge distances. Uh, mm -hmm. There's uh, perhaps maybe not in the water, but maybe in a cave it might be useful. If you're, um, say, flying around and you don't want to hit a stalagmite or stalactite and you do this, what kind of animal might that be <laughs> in a cave? Oh, a bat? Yeah. Batman? <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're all from the movie Batman Forever. Which, which I've never seen. Which features Jim Carrey as the Riddler. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. So I love this. I love how all of this tied together, and I love how frustrated you are. <laughs> that was hard, man. That, that was, was a longer one. That was a longer one, but I wanted I gotta to get start, that away. I got to yeah. start coming up with harder riddles for you. Harder riddles? I mean, I'm sorry, harder <laughs> trivia. I mean, the last one you gave me was pretty hard. <laughs> you but got it right. I did get it right. But I, I mean, this was user submitted. I wanted to thank Rob again for uh, Yes, thank you, Rob, emailing. for torturing me. Yeah, for oh torturing Matt. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's a rough the, one. The funny wow. thing is he refused to give me the answers, so I had to do oh them my all myself God. and figure them out. And, uh, and then, yeah, putting the ties together. So he's intentionally the, torturing us both. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All they, right. I'll tell you what, though. It didn't take me as long as it took you. To come. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have any hints. <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, Riddle Me This. Diddle Me Diddle This. Me this. I don't even know Diddle the name of our own segment. That will Eric end up stumping Matt Riddles. I, was, I, I got trivia for you. Okay, great. We don't have a well, theme song I, yet for trivia. I have three. Three? But, yeah, but I think I might save you know yeah. one or two of them for sure. next time. Absolutely. Now, I realized after, so here's what I did. Mm -hmm. I looked at trivia questions, and yeah. I, I vowed to only use ones that I got wrong. Oh, that's not fair, per se. Well, I thought that was good because I'm not very good at trivia. <laughs> and now I'm looking at this. One of the ones I got wrong literally is way too easy for you. Oh, is it? Okay. But I didn't know the answer. Yeah. Sure. So I could start with that one, and then I have I have two more. I don't know. Do you want... Do you want the easier of the three that I perceive to be the easier of the three, or do you want me to pick one of the, what I would think would be the harder ones? Um, I'll leave it up to you. I'm ready for any trivia. I'm just going to go easy because the riddles were hard. Okay, great. Yeah. And we, yeah. We don't want to fill up the entire episode with just riddles and trivia. <laughs> this was hard for me just because I've seen zero of the four movies, <laughs> but, okay. but even though without seeing them, I should have probably been able to assume the answer, but anyway, here we go. Yeah. Okay, great. W which of these is not an Australian film? Okay. Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Strictly Ballroom. Mm -hmm. Top Gun. Yeah. Mad Max. Okay, I've seen three out of these four movies. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee definitely takes place in Australia. <laughs> As does Mad Max. Mad Max is filmed in Australia. I believe. I don't know if that dystopian world. I know um, director is Australian, I want to say. Could be wrong. All of these things I'm saying out loud could be wrong. Top Gun, I don't, I mean, that's the Air Force. That's the U.S. Air Force, isn't it? I don't think that takes place in Australia. What I'm, are the three that you've seen? Those three, but it's been okay. so long since I've seen Top Gun. So the one you have not seen is Strictly Ballroom, is that correct? Yeah, I'm going to assume okay. that's Australian. So, I'm gonna so it sounds like you're in between Strictly Ballroom and Top Gun right now? Yeah, I'm trying okay. to think. Does that take place in Australia? Why would that take place in Australia? U.S. Air Force? Are they flying? Is there their, like, jet carrier? That's not the name. Airplane carrier, like, off the coast of Australia? No. Why? Why would that be? <laughs> you got Goose? You got Maverick. There's a sequel coming out. Boy, it's been so long since I've seen Top Gun. <laughs> I'm going to say Top Gun. That's, uh, that's not the Australian movie. Final answer? Yeah. My you got rock. it right. Yeah. Okay, great. The way you paused <laughs> made me really doubt that. And the <laughs> fact that I took that long to try and picture, like to try and justify. That's the hardest part about trivia for me is I'm really good at justifying wrong answers. To right, right, right. I'm like, I could make this work. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I, I feel like I should have known that was the answer too, though, yeah. because you're right. Like the Air Force, like it's yeah. clearly like American, but yeah. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. I, I got my own ding. <laughs> 
<laughs> ding, ding. Very good. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. That was solid, though. That was a good question. That was a good question. That's good. Do you want to know the source of where I got it? No, I don't want to look up sources, though. No, I'm saying the source of where I, how oh, sure. I um, call, sure. uh, call, yeah. called the question. Yeah. $15,000 question on who wants to be a millionaire. Oh, do I get the prize? N- not from me. Okay. <laughs> not from me. You can go find it. You we'll, just got to. Uh, We'll let uh, listeners, uh, if they want to donate <laughs> to our prize fund, <laughs> you can email us at mindovermagicpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we should set up like a PayPal or something. <laughs> hey, it's a, great, it's a great segue, actually, since we're talking about movies, because it, yeah. it does feed into the yeah, show. You're excited for some show that's debuting or airing? Oh, but we, there's another movie we have to talk about as well. What is it? Before we get to yours. Oh, Magic Camp. Yes. Did you watch Magic Camp on Disney uh, Plus? Yeah, 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 I did. Yeah. I think we talked about it oh, a little did, bit via a little text, bit. We? we? We did yeah. t- text about it because uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, there's a movie on the streaming platform, Disney Plus, that stars Adam Devine and uh, Gillian Jacobs and uh, also a bunch of kids, uh, ch- child actors, who go to a magic camp to learn magic to... Uh, the headmaster's Jeffrey Tambor and everything like that. And uh, it's kind of based off of maybe the documentary that came out, the Magic Camp, um, but also uh, was very much, you know, kind of based off of Tannen's Magic Camp, which we've discussed about on this podcast. And we did the virtual version of that before, and I've been a guest counselor. But there's other uh, Magic Camps around the country as well that I'm sure they pulled a lot of different ideas from. I know there's like, what is it? Sorcerer's Safari Camp. And I yep, know there's yep. one in Chicago as well. So, uh, But this is a Disney movie. It's a fictional count. I thought they did a pretty good job. But in the starting scene of the movie... The lead character, he's learning magic. Uh, he's just playing with magic at his desk. And boom, everywhere in his room, there's so many posters of Matt Franco's <laughs> Magic Reinvented Nightly show. I was like, one poster might have been enough. But the fact that he had like two, three, just every camera shot covered a Matt Franco face. That was awesome. It was like three. Yeah, it was like... All, all the same poster in various different sizes, <laughs> yeah. all identical. One was like a brochure, <laughs> yeah, threefold. I was like, I don't but think all you the even same do exact photo. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, yeah he was, that a, was, he was really a big fan, I guess. Fun and exciting to see you show up on that. I mean, there was other ma- magic people too. Let's be honest, but yeah, no one else had three of their face. <laughs> I don't think so. And and it's funny because like. Most of the other posters were people who were like involved in the movie, like a yeah. consultant or this yeah, or that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, they gave themselves one, <laughs> one poster. <laughs> yeah, one or two. Did did you know beforehand, or was that a surprise to you when you watched the movie? Like, did they have to contact you to like get the rights to show your promo? Yeah, yeah, they did. But it was. It, I think I may have told you this. It was so long ago. We you know, obviously movies yeah. take time to film, and you and never then, know when they're going to come out, especially with their release dates. And, and you never know when you get asked to do something. You never really know how big or small something is at that time, or if it's ever going to come out. Sometimes projects yeah. just just get canceled or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it was years ago. It had to be three, maybe even four years ago that they had asked permission to, to use posters from the show or a poster from the yeah. show. Maybe that's why they, they use the same one over and over. We approved one image. <laughs> just one. <laughs> and and like um, the prop department or the, the set decorating department is like, just more, put more, Matt. Hang it on, really, cover uh, those walls. <laughs> I, I, I really forgot about it until I was watching the movie and there was the opening scene. I was like, oh, Magic yeah. Reinvented posters. Yeah. There's definitely shots of like Vegas too that they do and they like at different casinos. Didn't want to show any <laughs> shows of uh, that were on the strip, though. Not not you, not Penn and Teller, no Copperfield. I don't think I saw that in the background. No, I, those might have been kind of like those like exterior big shots. Yeah. Might be stock footage, kind of yeah, too. Yeah, that might be true. Where it's yeah. a little bit more nondescript, and right. they don't need permission from every brand that right. shows up there. I don't know. Right. Yeah, but I love that he had all these like famous magicians hanging up, and then they didn't mention them again. Right. <laughs> the rest of the the movie. <laughs> But that was cool though, and I yeah. and you know it was a good movie. Yeah, I was gonna ask, what did you think? You liked it? I did. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was cool. I think it definitely would inspire mm-hmm. uh, kids to get into magic. Um, I know a couple of non magicians that watched it that like shed a tear by the end. Oh, it or not. they felt the emotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And it was emotional at the end at the magic contest and stuff like that. Now I was curious too. You said you had a lot of non or a few non magic people watch. I was curious to see how that translated because like it's a whole different situation of us in the biz that know that world and how, what things they got right, what things they didn't get right per se. They definitely made parts of it very like Harry Potter. ish, Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know a a magic camp that has its own stable of animals that you could just go and (laughs) play with. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, you know, they they definitely expanded that fictional universe a little bit, uh, which is fine for a movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. But what I really found funny was, well, not only that their mentalist character was super nerdy. Which is like okay, that's that's par for the course. I get that. I you didn't like that. the stereotype, is that? What no, you're I was saying? I was saying I get it. <laughs> I understand okay. it. Of course, the nerdy kid who loves math and maybe riddles became a mentalist. Um, but uh, but what I found the the most fascinating thing about this movie is when this came out, uh, you know, it definitely made waves through the magic community, and the fact that all these grown men had opinions about a Disney movie geared towards like children. <laughs> like I, I see it on par as like, I don't see grown men commenting about the that's so Raven movie or anything else that's coming out on Disney plus. But the fact and that it just happens to coexist with uh coincide with a topic that they're so passionate about. They had to have an opinion and, and weigh the merits of whether this was great from their perspective when they're not necessarily going to be the target audience where these I have to children point out the irony here that we are two grown men giving our opinion <laughs> well, yes, on I know. the movie. <laughs> but I mean, we are, we are saying good things. Like we're not ripping it apart and be like, ah, how dare they, you know, like I how, did this see things childish. that like that, that said, Oh, the acting was awful. And I'm like, yeah. Oh God, how could you possibly say this about, you're basically ripping the children. And I thought they <laughs> yeah. did a great job. Yeah, they did a fine job. And, and it was fun seeing... And who was the main actor that you mentioned? What's An- his name? Andy, uh, Adam Devine. Played he was great in it. Named Andy, yeah, from Workaholics and a whole bunch of stuff. I thought he was great. He's and in that... Righteous Gemstones on HBO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Gillian Jacobs from Community and, and a whole bunch of stuff. I, uh, she's in a show called Love on Netflix that I really I like. mean, didn't you think they were great in it? I thought they were great. And I thought it was really funny that she was like this mentalist character herself. And like, but yeah. like really kind of into this like big showbiz world and uh i mean by the way these might be spoilers we might get to spoilers on this, so if you want to watch uh, <laughs> magic plus as two grown men discuss the merits of <laughs> a disney movie um, uh, she was definitely kind of like almost like a stereotype of that big showy like almost a chris angel type i want to mm-hmm. say like very goth looking attire and everything like that uh but i thought that what a very funny moment towards the end is when uh uh, Adam Devine's character Andy goes to like get a Vegas show or he had to fill in last minute for right. a, a showroom and uh, uh, Willie Willie G whatever is the actor name the manager of the uh, casino after one show is like good job kid we're gonna give you a Vegas show and I just thought that was hilarious because yeah. that is not how it happens or does it Matt I don't know uh, is that how you got yours <laughs> um not too far off, actually. It's not that crazy. I I performed, you know, uh, after America's Got Talent, they say you win a million dollars in a headline show in Vegas. And the headline show in Vegas, as you and I know, is, is yeah. not exactly what people might think it sounds like. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's usually just a few nights or maybe two. I right. think for me it was two nights. Exactly. But that did indirectly lead to my full-time residency here. So they, you know saw, they saw you there and then they're like, hey, why don't you do a full show? Absolutely. Yeah. Did you know that that's how that happened? I, I kind of knew a little bit, but I didn't know. I mean, I knew you had multiple shots to perform where they saw it rather than just a, a one nighter like, hey, that kid did really good. Let's give him a whole deal. <laughs> but well, I, in all fairness, to, you're I saying mean, to some extent it was that. <laughs> well, it was because certainly, you know, the executives who were there probably maybe just went one night. They probably came on the oh, opening yeah. of the two nights wow. and then uh it wasn't right there on the spot like it was in Magic Camp. There was sort of a, uh, a kind of a little bit of a luncheon between myself and someone else. When he said, "Hey, kid, do you want to?" Right. Do you yeah, do a I show assume there was like an actual meeting and so forth before that decision was made and everything. Eventually, right? well, there were many, many meetings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Many, many meetings. Uh, Willie Garson, that's who it is. The guy from uh, what was he in Sex and the City or White Collar? Oh, he was the one like who that. offered the gig. Yeah, he was the casino manager. <laughs> Gotcha. I yeah, no, have, that's not who it was in up. real life for me. No, no, you didn't have that guy. 
<laughs> it wasn't him. But yeah, I think it was a great movie. And if you like that, uh, or just want to kind of see a little bit of what Magic Camp is like, I mean, I think that's great. And uh, I think it's a fun watch. It's an I easy it's watch. Fun. And if yeah. nothing else, just watch the opening scene. And there's yeah, just for your posters. And there's some good <laughs> magic in it. There's really some good magic in it. And yeah, that, like, that kid who was the main character. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he looked up to great magicians based on the posters on the wall, but. <laughs> Jokes aside, like his, uh, it looked like they had taught him some real moves. It looked like his hands were doing some of the stuff. They couldn't have faked yeah. it. And uh, they had a young magician consult on it. I think mm-hmm. Franco, uh, not me, Franco as a first name, Franco Pascali, I think helped that kid learn some of the card stuff. And Franco's mm-hmm. cardistry yeah. stuff is just yeah. off the charts. I've seen some of it, uh, you know, not just online and Instagram, but in person. And he's yeah. really good at cardistry. So I wouldn't yeah. doubt that he actually took this kid under his wing a bit. Yeah, and I know um, uh, Justin Willman was one of the major consultants on that show, on that movie as well. But it's funny when you're in the biz, you notice certain things, like uh, when Adam Devine's doing some magic and it cuts to just the close-up of the hands, and you're like, "Oh, those are definitely Justin's hands doing that." Yeah, <laughs> that oh, yeah, that, that looked like a Willman French drop. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then it cuts back to Andy Devine, and you know, I yeah, think, I think Justin's even posted on his social media of them like wearing the exact same clothes, so you know, oh, that's do, like, awesome, doubles and stuff like that so that's yeah that's yeah. a little behind the scenes uh we don't like to talk magic spoilers but we'll talk movie making spoilers or uh, you know that kind of stuff uh i will tell you uh the the story about the the uber drive from california to vegas has some great uh tv behind the scenes uh, oh. spoilers oh it's got some great I can't ones. wait can't wait yeah. to hear it do you yeah. want to talk about the show that i interrupted uh real quick well, about well what? i can maybe i'll tell you what it is and uh, yeah. Because because it is time sensitive, I'll throw it in now just so. And well, I, I kind of want to get a little bounce off if you if you yeah. even will consider no, yeah, watching let's do it. it. Yeah. I I hope that you'll consider watching it. Okay, I want to. know. I really what, hope you will. And so this is a show on what what platform? It's coming to Netflix. Netflix, and uh, you what, have what that. day? Yeah, I have Netflix. Tomorrow, uh, Friday, the August twenty eighth. So by the time this comes out. Yeah, but I just yeah. feel like because probably midnight. Yeah, well, because I feel like uh, I've seen so few movies and things like that. Friends of mine, maybe yourself included, sometimes don't take my recommendations seriously <laughs> when I say a show is good. Famous. In fact, I have a friend who won't watch something if I say it's good. <laughs> I was like that, but uh, I learned my lesson quickly because there's a, a prime example. You were on board first for the Impractical Jokers of anyone I knew. And I was just like, this is probably real dumb because Matt likes it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't and like prank I, shows. Then I started watching it. It's so funny. And I like those so guys good. a lot. So Yeah, uh, it's so, so good. You, you, every once in a while, you'll nail it on the head. <laughs> I, I really do think, and I'm not alone on this. I think I've nailed By the way, it. And I think, that's another ahead. thing that has a head. It's a nail. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that I didn't think of that one, I'm upset about. Um, The fact that this is coming to Netflix, I think, speaks volumes because it started as a YouTube show. Oh, okay. And the YouTube scripted platform, I think, is over now. Oh, I know what this is. I know what this is. Yeah. Go ahead. Say it. Is it Cobra Kai? Absolutely. <laughs> were you aware it was coming to Netflix? Or I no? didn't know that it was moving platforms. Yeah. They now, did would... you, were you? Uh, have you watched it at all? No. So right. I have not watched it at all. Uh, it was always on my list, and I heard great things about it. You know, yeah. you obviously having ties to uh, the Karate Kid theme song and just loving the <laughs> movie. Just loving I, the I mean, movie. I'm a lifelong fan. Uh, I knew you were going to be into this show, but uh, it was just on my long list of things that I need to watch. Uh, now, so. give me, because I know you're a movie buff, but give me your knowledge on, on Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3 at least. Have you seen all three? Do you remember any of them? I remember the pop culture things in the lexicon, and that's about it. It's been okay, so Okay, so they have all three of those movies on Netflix now if you need a yeah. refresher. I might have to do that. Are we in- including the, uh, the, the, the Jaden Smith one that came out, the reboot? I've seen it, but I'm not including that in the, okay. you know, <laughs> I'm not sure if that sure. one's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if that one's on Netflix. Also, there's the ner- the next Karate Kid, which had oh, Hilary right. Swank. That's right. Um, that's part of that world too. So like, mm-hmm. honestly, if Cobra Kai continues, she could even show up. Anyone who's in the Karate Kid oh, universe, in the universe yeah. could, could show up. It's, it's really kind of cool. So there have been two seasons already, which I've seen, mm-hmm. and they're going to bring both of those to Netflix and they're going to give people time to catch up on those. And, uh, and then the third season will come in 2021, which is already filmed and done. Wow. That, that I might actually catch up now. How long 
are the episodes because when it was on YouTube, sometimes those lengths vary. But are they like full thirty minutes, sixty yes, minutes? Yes, they're they're somewhere between twenty and forty. Uh, they uh, all vary yeah. a little bit depending on the episode, but they're like a normal show. No, you know, no ah. commercials because it's Netflix, which is great. Yeah. Um, and it's got the original characters, Ralph Macchio and all of that. And mm-hmm. the guy who, William Zapka, who plays Johnny, yeah. who's the original bully from the original movie is fantastic. Yeah. In it. I saw fantastic. him when he popped up in, uh, how I met your mother as a character okay. playing himself. Well, I, I wouldn't doubt he'll start <laughs> popping up in, in lots of things, to be honest with you. He, he does yeah. a great job in, in really giving you insight into that character that you never knew by watching the first yeah. movie. How many so. crane kicks are in this show i i'm not giving spoilers here <laughs> but i hope that you'll watch one or two because i think you'll get sucked in and i i do hope you do a little bit of a refresher now yeah, i'll give you I'll just my background karate kid one sure. is great i think karate kid 2 is also a great movie and karate kid 3 is probably my favorite because it's awesomely bad <laughs> yeah that tends to happen with the third one in the in oh a series. man the villain <laughs> is a cartoon character i mean it's unbelievable <laughs> that is great that and is- um I'm so glad, by the way, you didn't give me a trivia question about Karate Kid, because I probably would have failed. Maybe I will if you do a refresher. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you'll know it's super fresh, and I'll probably get it right. But But I I do hope you refresh a little bit. But even if you didn't, I really believe this is a good show. And it's hard for me to say, because I can't unsee the movies. But I believe even if you've never seen the movies, I still think it's a good show. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. so I'm you're excited. pumped. You're gonna are you gonna do a whole rewatch of the two seasons before the I, third I season? I think comes I might. Out? Now that it's coming to Netflix, I mean, I think that does speak volumes that Netflix yeah. just bought it out. Yeah. You know, how so. much uh, waxing on and waxing off happens? Oh, watch the trailer. <laughs> watch the trailer. I, it's all I can say because there's a joke about that, <laughs> and it's <laughs> really good. I don't even want to spoil it right okay, now. Good, good, good. But good. watch the the, the new yeah. trailer. They made a new trailer, which because when it goes to Netflix, they can't use the old YouTube trailer. So yeah. they made a brand new trailer oh, for seasons one and two. That's fascinating. And they use Joe Esposito's music, You're the yes. Best Around. Uh, <laughs> yes. But it's a remix, and it uses his original vocal, and Is it's he fantastic. Happy with it? I'll send you a link. Is he happy with how it came out, the, re- the remix? Have you yeah, I called him. I called him because uh, <laughs> I sent him the link, and I said, what do you think? He loved it. He's like, hey, 20 cents in my pocket. Woohoo! Ha- have we told the story of you meeting him? No, I don't think we've told the story. Do you want to but- do that real quick? Before we have to go, you want me to tell it? Yeah, of just you tracking him down. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, uh, Joe Esposito, Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter. He had uh, songs in. Well, he wrote a lot for Donna Summer and was on tour with her, her back in, I guess, the '80s. Um, and he he wrote, you know, he sang with her on Heaven Knows. It's a big famous song. Mm-hmm. He had songs. Uh, Lady, Lady, Lady was a song in a movie Flashdance. Yep. He had it in uh, Shape of Water. He had music and Karate Kid, which was a song originally for Rocky. You're the oh. best around, which is the same director as Karate Kid. Ended up using it instead of Rocky Three. Use it in Karate Kid One, and look it's used a, in the fight montage. Look at all this movie trivia you just dropping right now. I know a lot about the three movies that I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it turned out, I guess I was, I was always looking for a live version of You're the Best Around. When I like a song, I like to watch a live version yeah. of, of the band or whoever performing sure. it. And I couldn't find live versions of You're the Best Around. So I start doing research on this Joe Esposito character. And I find out he lives in Vegas. Yeah. And I found out he performs in a duo at uh, one of the casinos, Rampart Casino, which is like a local casino that locals go to here in Vegas. So one night after my show, I finished up and I knew he was playing till 11. So I went and I caught the last 90 minutes of his set and I went up to him in between breaks and I introduced myself and I told him I'm a big fan and uh, of, of you know his music and his voice and the Karate Kid. And he said, I'll tell you what, Matt, I'm going to play that song for you tonight. And, and they sang You're the Best Around yes. <laughs> at uh, Rampart Casino, and I've got it on video. And I don't even know if you know this, but like since then, I've, I've played with him at yeah, Rampart Casino. I didn't know did that. You know yeah, we actually yeah. did it? I know we did a video at his house and yeah. put it on my YouTube channel mm-hmm. of us playing You're the Best Around, which is amazing. I, it's like one of the coolest days of my life. But um, we've also played it live, you know, for real people in the middle of uh, the Rampart Casino, which is cool. That's so fun. That's amazing. Yeah. And you just developed this 
friendship after you know well he's a great guy and uh you know he's a, a, just a, actually a really good person so it's always nice when you meet someone and they're a good person otherwise i'm i'm not you know yeah it's kind of yeah. disenchanting and i'm right. not interested if they're not so that that's the problem sometimes when you want to meet your heroes right and if they're not good people then you're like oh i shouldn't that's why they say don't meet your heroes but mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. it works out yeah and they're no, very very cool and even just being there at his house to record the song like, I'm not a musician. I don't know what it's like to be, like, recording in a studio or anything. But it was just to see him in the process. I'm like, he, this guy's been in the music industry right. for, I don't know how many years, 50 yeah. years or whatever. He's in his uh, 70s. And he still has the voice. It's unbelievable. That's great. But just to see the recording process and how he goes about it was like mm-hmm. a master class. You know what people yeah. would give for something like yeah. that? And there I was, just there. You know, yeah. it was so cool. And you say you're not a musician, but obviously you play some guitar, which is why you played uh, with hobbyist. him live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, a hobbyist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I'm a hobbyist. You but, weren't just um, sitting there like twiddling your thumbs playing the spoons is what I want to just make sure people know where, <laughs> where, where you know, if you, if you watch I, I sat the, down, I played with them. <laughs> if you watch the YouTube video of us playing You're the Best Around, which is the only live version you can find on YouTube, you know, I, I yeah. play the guitar solo. I, I sat and yeah. learned it and went there and did it, and it had his approval. So that's all I can ask for. I don't need to accomplish anything else in music. That's it. <laughs> Fantastic. That's the pinnacle that for great. me. That is great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think we should wrap this up. Uh, but um, follow us on all the social media. Let us know if you've got a, uh, a fun story about Karate Kid. Uh, as yeah. well uh mind magic pod on all the social media instagram twitter facebook uh drop us a comment uh let us know what you think about the show especially if you're listening on a podcatcher like uh, apple Podcasts or spotify or anything leave a review leave five stars if you can and uh shoot us an email if you want us to talk about anything in specific about performing or just life in general uh and uh or if you have a riddle or a trivia question That would be fantastic. So uh, that's it for me and Matt, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening.